Hello. Welcome to Playing Favorites. I'm Nathaniel Brummer-Beller. My guest tonight is Oscar Brudenall-Jones. Welcome to the show, Oscar. Hello. It is a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to have you. I feel like this was very destined. I feel like this was the type of thing that you and I... Would enjoy. Yes. Yeah, I Precisely. agree. Yeah. Over a glass of wine. <laughs> we don't have a glass of wine. Mm. We can pretend. We can... <laughs> <laughs> You've been trained. You show me how you pretend to drink a glass of wine. But but so that the audio listeners can understand. I'd probably go think. like a... Anybody for wine? Oh, yes, oh, yes, please. I can't do that sound effect. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, you go. <laughs> anyway, you just drink. That was clink, good. Clink, 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 clink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that'll put hair on your chest. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's what I always say. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have. You're now a trained actor. Yes. How does that feel? Really scary. <laughs> right. Because when you come out, you don't feel like you're trained. Uh-huh. But I suppose the point is, is that you've gotten to a point where you don't feel like you've got so much training. If you get what I mean, like, um, yeah. you know, when you do something so much that it becomes second nature. Yeah. The best way it was described to me is uh, like driving the car. Mm-hmm. So eventually, eventually, you know, you've got your clutch, you've got your gear stick, and eventually those things become like ma- muscle memory. Right, right. So coming out, I feel a bit more like uptight in a way. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I went to an audition recently and it was something, it was quite, um, it, was, it was a children's thing. It was at a theme park and I had mm-hmm. to do all this stuff. And I realised that three years of drama school had made me very serious. Oh, very maudlin, very serious, and, you know, about my craft. And yeah. um, I'd, yeah. I'd sat there doing the speech. Everyone else uh-huh. was doing their speech. Yeah. And they were smashing it. But I was in my head going, oh, they haven't thought about the, the objective. What, 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 what do they want? What exactly do they need? You know. Yeah. But then I, re- and then I didn't get it. Because right. I realised I'd taken it too seriously. Right. So I think finding fun in everything is my new thing. Now. That's fine. I don't think of you as someone who struggles to find fun. No, no, not at yeah. all. I think in, in pressured situations, right, like an audition, work. Yeah. I feel like I have to show my best face. Mm-hmm. And that best face can't necessarily be smiley Oscar face. Oh, when yeah. that's not true. You know. Interesting. Yeah. So how do you think you're going to, or have you already tried to like, I don't want to say loosen up, that seems cliche, mm. but. Combat that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> combat the world. Yes, I've I've always been a bit of a joker, a bit of a comedian, um, and no. <laughs> I I just I don't know. In my mind, I try and psych myself up a bit, mm. um, but then you've also got to be careful not to go the other way and psych yourself up too much, so that when you meet an audition panel, you're like, hello, you're so desperate <laughs> yeah. to see somebody. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just being glad of the contact because of the right. way. Through COVID, you didn't have much contact. I think it's mm-hmm. now being glad to be in a space and be yourself and just stand there. And yeah. everybody says be yourself for an audition. And it sounds cliche, but it's true. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Obviously, don't be yourself if you're, like, evil. But, yeah. you know, be yourself. Evil people try to be someone else try if you're going for an audition and you're evil. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I met a couple of evil people. And, uh, <laughs> it's nice because they let it on, you know, early that they're mm-hmm. evil. And you can just plan accordingly. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> How, I think we talked about this as we were getting to know each other over the mm. last few months, really. It hasn't really been that Yeah, long. yeah. Feels like a year. <laughs> it's more like, it feels eons now. Mm. Mm. We've talked about everything we could possibly talk about. Yeah. Getting tired of this. Yeah, most things, we might as well just end it here, really. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. No We've done the same joke three times in a row now. Um, <laughs> and that's what comedy is. That's, comedy comes in threes. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's trained. This man's trained. <laughs> Clowning 101. Yeah. <laughs> Threes. Um, when did you start, you know, acting? Oh, uh, I, when I was a kid, I watched Doctor Who. Yeah. Very religiously. Uh, yeah. Still do to this day. Um, and I went, oh, I really want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then as a result, to get into that, I did a little Amdram group mm -hmm. um, called Cast Academy. And a uh, lovely group. And I, it was all mainly musicals, which wasn't really what I wanted to do. But I found my little niche in it. I found I enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. So it was all a stepping stone. And then I joined, after a while, I joined another group called BYT, Back Youth Theatre. And, yeah, I did stuff from there until I was 18. And then I auditioned for drama school, really. Wow. It was all mainly musicals. Yeah. So I became a real musical freak until I watched... I knew I was getting to drama school. Yeah. So I watched Julius Caesar at the bridge with Ben Whishaw and David Morris. I, I, it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. And wow. it made me go like, what? <laughs> I could do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's so much more I could do. Yeah. Um, so then I became quite a serious. I thought of myself as a Shakespearean actor, like an right. RSC kind of type. And then drama school happened and it mm. proved to me that you shouldn't pigeonhole yourself. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there parts that you want, like you really, not necessarily a specific one, but it can be a specific mm -hmm. one, that you really want to play at some point that you haven't yet? Or so, that you want to play more? So it'd be like Richard III, yeah. uh, Shylock, any of these yeah. characters that are morally dubious. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. really like, really, really like. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's kind of, I'd love to play like a really, really big villain, over the top oh, kind yeah. of villain in a way. Um, Bond villain. Hmm? Bond villain. Eventually. Yeah, Bond villain. Oh, I'd yeah. love to be a Bond villain. You'd be a good one. Yeah. Because I'm quite short, so I don't fit. I don't fit the James Bond kind of thing. Well, you never know. I'm quite handsome. <laughs> like you know, I'm well, I've got a good jawline. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I'd I'd like to be something in that kind of vein. Really. Well, the first time I saw you was first time I saw you yeah. uh, was as a relatively aged man mm, mm. who's old was literally his first old Belair. Old Belair. Yeah. Yeah. And you're very convincing of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not quite a Bond villain, but definitely... No, he was quite... Um, morally dubious. Morally dubious. Yeah. Not many, not many scruples about um, ladies. True. Yeah. You're a good singer, though. Thank I'll you. I'll give you that, I mean, for I, sure. I belted I that one, didn't I? Yeah, I had feelings. Pipes of gold. <laughs> feelings. That was great. That was a really good one. And that made, that made me rediscover my love for singing. Really? Yeah, because oh, I'd stopped singing for years. Yeah. Going to drama school. Um, and then I kind of picked it back up and realised, mm. oh my God, I really love seeing like Frank Sinatra and all that kind yeah. of baritone kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, it is funny when like people who are, you know, clearly very good at acting. Thank you. Um, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, but list uh, other things on their yeah. you know, skill set, like badminton or something mm. like that. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, badminton. <laughs> that one. And then you're like, okay, sure, but we all know this one. Mm. Then when you started singing, it was like, oh, no, actually, wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm quite confident in that. To be yeah. fair, like I was I was quite happy with the reception I got from it. Like it, it mm. went very well. It was a an offer in the room, and I felt like it went really oh, well. Started. So it was very it was very like yeah. gratifying for someone to people to go. Oh my god, that was so good. Yeah. Um, it was really nice. It was a really nice yeah. feeling because I hadn't had that in a long time. Really. Yeah. 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 So you're clearly you know do a lot on stage in front mm. of the camera type of thing. Indeed. Behind, you write a bit. I know I, that a little bit, yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, more made, than a bit. 
More than a bit. I've yeah. made my first forays into making a screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More difficult than you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've written about 15 pages and mm. it's due to, I thought, so basically my, my father passed away last year from COVID mm-hmm. and as a result, I kind of took to writing a little bit to, you know, to let off some steam. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of went along with the creative side of it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So I started to try and write something about that grieving process because I'd yeah. watched Afterlife and I thought, oh, yeah, it's great, it's great. Yeah. But I wanted to do something different, you know, than Afterlife. So that, the way I view it is Afterlife meets sex education. So it's got the <laughs> right. griefy vibe, but also the young, carefree vibe as well. Yeah. Um, that's what I wanted to encapsulate, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Was that... Sorry, I don't want to, you know... No, but, no, no, I'm curious. I and mean, obviously that show, that is very clearly about mm. the situation. Did you find... So you found it helpful to go to that? Well, I, I watched the first two seasons of Afterlife. Yeah. And I haven't watched the third season because I'm worried that if I do, then I will try and magpie everything. That's my <laughs> right. main, one of my main worries. R- right. Because yeah. I sometimes I can't help myself with magpieing. Like, as, an, a- as an actor, yeah, yeah. we're taught, a lot of teachers said, oh, if you see an actor do something that they really like, right. yeah, magpie it, it's fine. So long, you, so long as you give your own spin to it, you know, yeah. obviously don't completely rip off, rip off a performance yeah. and say it with truth, you know. Yeah, yeah. But there's an element to which I go, ah, oh, do you know, I really like that. And you yeah. can kind of make a little um, collage sure. of, of different people's works, I suppose. Yeah. And then make it your own. Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah, try yeah. and start from the outside in, really, in a way. So magpieing is, just to find that for me. Oh, sorry, magpieing. Uh, so like magpies. I can guess, but. <laughs> yeah, like magpies, yeah. they like to steal shiny yeah. little objects. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my idea is that, oh, that thing that Ben Wishaw did, like, yeah. oh my God, that's a shiny little object. I could try and do Absolutely, that yeah, at yeah. one point. Um, I didn't realise that was like a fr- like a, a well-used phrase. Yeah, yeah, a guy from the Globe taught me about it. Oh, really? Jan Knightley, he was a really lovely guy. It's very, and he, Poetic, really. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> he worked yeah. for the Globe for years and he just said, oh, if you like something from that, just magpie it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right, there you go. Interesting. Mm. Well, yeah, so you, so you say you didn't want to... No, I didn't want to completely copy it. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted it to be about... Huh? In your writing. In my writing, yeah. 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 I think my humour is probably quite similar to that. Yeah. Um, like the tongue-in-cheek, slightly cringy comedy right. you get with Ricky Gervais stuff. Yeah. But also I've got my own brand of comedy, which I developed with my friend uh, Peter Overall, mm-hmm. which is, that's like a flight of fancy kind of thing that we do. And it's, oh, it can right. be very dark, but also very like, just completely imaginative. Um, there's a comedian called Sean Locke. Uh-huh. Um, he's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like he could just say something, and he gives the impression of being a very straight down the middle guy. But then he'll say something completely off off the cuff, off yeah, the yeah, left yeah. field, you know. That's the, what I like to do, really. Yeah. Sorry, I just spat. But um notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I'd like to try and do. But all oh, right, okay. I find in it, your writing. In my writing, yeah. I yeah, try yeah. I try and make it conversational, but I also try and add in that because in my conversations I have a lot of odd things that I say. Like yeah. one one thing that I said to my friend one time when I was drunk, I said, Oh, if you're in the army, what rank would you be? Private? And he just went, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and it, for some reason, it just became a, a, a friendly joke yeah. between us. That, what would you be, private? And so one of the scenes oh. starts off of that. Like, just, yeah. just the random things that come into my head because yeah, I'm dyspraxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I find a lot of the things that would normally come to somebody comes to me in a very different way. Like, yeah. I process things differently. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But I do love the, um, 
Questions out of absolutely nowhere. That's mm. great. That's great fun. Yeah, I, I love that. I think I did one the other day. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think we were always like, what? Well, you know, favorite flying dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did one recently. I, yeah. I, I'm serving at a, at a really posh um, hotel lodge sort of thing. And um, they said, somebody said to me, oh, could I have the vegetarian option? I said, ah, hubba bubba. <laughs> And they were like, what? What are you talking about? I said, yeah, we yeah. offer a hubba bubba. And they said, no, 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 we don't. But I, it was just like elements of me laughing at myself as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes I laugh at myself more than that. Actually, people find anything I say funny. Yeah, I think that's, we have that in common. Well. I think a lot of <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear how random I was there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was trying to ignore it. Um. <laughs> awesome. All right, lovely. Mm. And so what do you think, you know, acting-wise, you want to do, like, right now? Oh, I, do, do you know what? I really want to get some experience on stage mm-hmm. and, and on screen, but mm-hmm. I really want to do something at the Globe or, or something yeah. on stage that's live because we've just been away from it for so long. And, I mean, yeah. now it's probably cliche to say it now, um, but it's now at this point where I'm like, oh, God, I really want to just perform in front of people. Yeah. And, yeah. And find laughter as well and joy mm-hmm. and something like I watched Julius Caesar recently. Another Julius Caesar at the Globe. Yeah, big fan. Um, and there were there were they, there were jokes there that I'd never known in Julius Caesar because sure. it's my favourite play. And I went, oh my god, that's so funny. I yeah. never thought of it that way. Yeah. So experimenting and finding the humour yeah. and things. Yeah. Your favourite play, you say? Ah, yes. Now yes. we're here to talk about other favourites. What a segue. What a segue. There we yeah. go. Favorite play is not on there. there. There's a lot of people who come at me with, oh, I have this category, that category. Mm. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going for mine. <laughs> Look at the logo, people. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I do have you here today, Oscar. Yes. To talk about film. Mm-hmm. Your favorite film. Mm-hmm. Or, a, or a favorite. Don't get me a wrong. Favorite. If you want to... Cl- it would have totally to be a fine. favorite. That's not, well, that's totally yeah. Fine. A favorite film joke album in place. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... First, before I want, before we hear what they are, mm. how was the process of choosing once you knew you had to choose? Well, I was on the train and I thought, <laughs> off the top of my head, I, I went through all the movies because I would always have like, for me, I'd always have a list of movies that I thought, mm-hmm. oh my God, those are amazing. Yeah. Um, that I just really loved. I'll quickly list them off here because they're not going to be the one that I do. Honorable mentions, that's totally so, fine. Honorable mentions, Grand Budapest Hotel, Parasite, uh, and The Dark Knight. Okay, very All, nice. like, my favourite films. Yeah. Some of, and this is the thing, my, my film taste is quite, um, it's quite basic. Yeah. Um, but I, I like what I like in a way. Oh, very yeah. solid, though. Yeah. Me and Hannah, who was mm. in Everglade, mm. her favourite film was Dark Knight. We talked about Dark Knight oh, for a long time. Excellent movie. Uh, I've watched Oscar, it too I much. Say, now. was also in Everglade, really. So this is actually part of oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my dulcet tones. You, yeah, you were. You introduced the show. Mm, there you go. Import, very important plot points that not everyone knows, but it's fine. There you go. <laughs> but no, thank you for that. That's okay. Well done. Very well done. As you can hear, it's dulcet tones right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Dark Knight. You were saying yes, Dark Knight, um, etc. Yes, one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just. So Literally dark. Um, I mean, Heath Ledger's performance is amazing. Unbelievable, yeah. I love Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, just everything's so practical and everything's so sculpted. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking of sculpted, Grand Budapest Hotel. Incredibly sculpted movie. Yeah. I think my favourite out of any Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. Because yeah. I... I find with those Anderson movies they can get slightly tiresome. Yeah. Um, with that, with that theme. Yeah. So <laughs> I just Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> too artsy, too, yeah, too exactly. artsy. It's an example of pushing something good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I got with 
Grand Budapest Hotel, my aunt and uncle went to see it and said, oh my God, it's the most boring movie I've ever seen. And I went, oh, okay, actually now I find it really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I watched it and I thought, it's hilarious. I think mm-hmm. Ray Fiennes is a comic master. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. So many cool cameos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one was Parasite. Yeah. Which just opened the world, opened the Pandora's box for... Um, Films that were other languages. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you didn't, you weren't really in that. I wasn't into it. And the director at the Oscars actually said, if you get past the one inch barrier that is the subtitles, then you find so many more films. Oh yeah. That's so true. that was amazing for me. Mm-hmm. But the film I would have to put. Would you like to find my number one? Now? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, wait. Oh, would you like me to? No, not yet. Okay. No, yeah, I want to hear about well, the process of choosing them. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. Yes. Process of choosing them. So I had those three in my head, and I thought, okay, right. I'd like to do something because I've been saying those ones for years. Yeah, yeah. And I've watched many more movies since yeah, I've picked yeah. those three in my head. Yeah. So I ha- kind of had to reevaluate. And I tried to think of the films that have changed my life more. Right. Dark Knight hasn't changed my life. Grand right. Budapest Hotel hasn't changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Parasite, maybe a little bit because mm-hmm. um, of stuff it talks about with class. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I come from a very class, working class background. Mm-hmm. So Parasite was interesting for me mm-hmm. to watch that kind of a working class family go into an upper class family. Yeah. But then, what was I saying? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, the process of choosing. The process yeah. of choosing it. I just, at the end of the day, I thought I want something to be different. Yeah. I want it to be, because I've realised I love comedy. I yeah. love comedy. Yeah. And I've realised that what I like more than anything is deadpan comedy. Yeah. And comedy that's just so wry and acerbic, like witty yeah, comedy. Totally. Um, like Alan Bennett kind of stuff. Yeah. Not quite that, you know. But um, I started looking at Armando Iannucci. Oh. Are we going towards your... To more towards my thing. Oh, well, because right. I, th- I thought, you know, like I said, films that changed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there have been many films that have changed me. In the Name mm. of the Father. With, oh, solid. It yeah, yeah. changed me completely as a person. Really? Yeah, yeah completely. Yeah. And as an actor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anything with Anthony Hopkins in. Fair. He's my favourite actor. He's like a right. god to me. Because he makes everything look easy. Yeah. And that's what changed yeah. my perspective as an actor. To, yeah. To make things look easy. Yeah. But then I went, okay, right. Armando Iannucci. Big fan of his work. Um... I loved Personal History of David Copperfield. Mm-hmm. That was an excellent movie. So I'm doing so many honourable mentions. Yeah, you really, you really, really stretching. I am. Yeah, I'm stretching but... it. Eventually, <laughs> I went okay. Political. I like yeah. things that are political. So oh, I, I went. Think I know where we're going here? Ah, uh, you might not expect this one. I went for Death of Stalin. Yeah, I thought, I thought Death, Yeah, okay. I was like in the loop or Death of Stalin. Yeah, because I watched in the yeah, loop, yeah, and yeah, I love yeah. in the loop, and I love anything that Peter Capaldi does. Right. Um, Doctor Who well, I've just sort of been getting into like probably into The Sopranos for the first time oh, and I'm like now I just appreciate the Gandolfini of really that so much watch more that. Yeah. doing the calculations on the kids yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> just Incredible. such a, yeah. a menacing character but oh, yeah. also cut down he's really so well. good at doing that it's like taking something that's deeply I mean Death Sounds all that isn't it mm. deeply sort of dis- deeply disturbing deeply disturbing so disturbing you're like how is he doing how is he am I still laughing you know? mm. and my and favourite joke in the whole thing is when they, when Stalin has his stroke mm. and he they go oh we need to get a doctor yeah but Stalin's killed them all <laughs> and it was so it was so it was done so it's, well yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. given such space yeah um, yeah well, I think my favourite is like well that's me told <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or there's there's one where Jay, Jason Isaacs he's in the toilet and he plays uh, Zukov, yeah, Marshall yeah. Zukov, and he he's like right boys meet your dates for tonight and whatever, yeah. and then he stood there and he goes wow, Georgie's eyes really do follow you around the crapper, weird, 
And it's just left at that. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing more than that. How is he? All right, we're getting into. We haven't chosen mm. film yet, so you know we're getting, we're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, yeah. okay. But in general, I just mean the process of choosing. When I say choose a favorite, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? You know, how did that make you feel? Uh, for me, it made me feel. Uh, <laughs> how did that make you feel? <laughs> made me feel like I don't know. Strange because I've watched, like I said, I've watched a lot of movies, mm. not as many as I wish. I'm always one of those people who, if someone says, "Oh, you seen this movie?" I'm not usually that yeah, kind yeah, of person yeah, yeah. who's seen it. Right, but the, even with the other ones, joke album in place, were they easier to pick? Oh, they were much easier to pick. Oh, right, interesting. Album was yeah, a bit yeah. more difficult. Okay. Uh, album was a bit more difficult because I, I, I'm a big music person. I love music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a lot of different influences from music. Mm -hmm. Like I've got indie, funk, jazz, yeah. all sorts. So that was difficult. Joke, I knew immediately what joke yeah, 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 yeah. I would say. Yeah. Place, I found very difficult. So I tried to go for something that's very personal to me. Right. Which brings me peace. Yeah. Beautiful. Now is the time. Yes. We're gonna hear what all four are. So, film. We just basically said Death of Stalin. Death of Stalin. Lovely. Joke. Don't tell me the joke yet. Mm -hmm. Just give me the setup. The setup. Sort of concept. It's about. Um, it's a story about a uh, a man who drinks a little bit too much Lovely. and his very furious wife. Love it. Okay. Um, album. Uh, album. I'd have to say "Collapsed in Sunbeams" by Arlo Parks. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, cool. Lovely. All right, we'll see if we can even talk about it. Place? Uh, I'd have to say Stoke Poges Cemetery, uh -huh. Memorial Gardens, oh, yeah, right. where my dad is buried. Fair enough. Very personal place. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. We'll see. We'll see which two come up. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. You see, this is a, is a random choice, what's going to happen here. And I'm going to show you, so mm -hmm. there's no funny business. Mm -hmm. All right, see? There's all four options. Okay. Randomly selected. Yes. You ready? Yep. Choice number one. Joke. Joke. Very Excellent. Good. All right, very good. I feel like that's appropriate. Um, <laughs> yes. Because you're a joker. I'm a joker. I'm a comedian. Self-described. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and number two. Place. Place. Okay. Look at that. Okay. Yeah, Went through in a little bit of Death of Stalin, but um, I guess we already did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's hear the joke. So this joke is from a chap called Clement Freud. Mm -hmm. And he, I, I only found this joke somehow on Facebook. I think one of my uncle, my uncle shares a lot of uh, Irish humor. Mm -hmm. Um even though he's not Irish, but he just finds it very funny. Because <laughs> um, yeah. a lot of it's quite it's quite black, it's quite um, uh, blue-collar kind of humour. Mm -hmm. And some of it can be cleverer than other bits and bobs. Mm -hmm. Some of it's just downright just not funny and slightly <laughs> racist. So you kind yeah, of go, so I've, I've ah, okay. Um, it, come, it very much comes from a time where in the 60s, Irish people were not particularly well-received by right. the British people. <laughs> it's a nice, nice way to put it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this, this joke... It's not done by an Irish person, but I I found it looking at jokes from Peter O'Toole and mm -hmm. Richard Harris. Um, right. Um, Richard Harris, who is Irish, yeah, like, yeah. they were telling these jokes about their yeah. Irish drinking stories. Yeah. And then this one came up. And it's, shall I tell it? Yes, please. So Clement Freud, he says, um, well, there was this man and he said, and he said uh, he'd like to drink a lot. But his wife was furious and he said, no, no, if you drink too much again, I'm leaving you. And then, okay, he goes to the pub, he has too much to drink, and he sicks up over his shirt. And he says, no, 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 I can't go, I can't go home, because if my wife finds me like this, she'll leave me. And then his friend said, right, okay, don't worry about it. Tell her someone sicked up over your shirt, and I'll put a £20 note in your shirt pocket. And then, fine, you say, and you go home to your wife, and he went home to his wife, he said, no, 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 it wasn't me who sicked up, it was a person... Sicked up on me, gave me this 20 quid for the dry cleaning. Yeah. And he said, oh, 
why is there another 20 quid note in there? And he said, well, that was for the man who shat in my pants. <laughs> Which I just loved. It's so stupid. It's just so... So childish. I like, I like, yeah. 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 The, Why did I immediately just hear Richard Harris saying that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard Harris, uh, <laughs> the man who's shutting my pants. That's so funny. I actually, okay, total aside. Mm. I remember what being very young, as, as we all were, uh, people of our age, watching Harry Potter and my yeah. parents being like, wow, it's funny that Richard Harris is like in this children's, children's franchise. Thing, yeah. yeah and, I, and of course I was be like, yeah. Why? Like, yeah, yeah. The more I learn about it, I'm like, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that a lot about people like now mm. who we know as comedians as like silly people. Yeah. And like, are they going to be like beloved, you know, yeah. children's film stars in the future? Like, you can't imagine Jimmy Carr as a beloved <laughs> film star. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, it could he be. Was, oh, it could easily happen. Could easily he could happen. be sweet if he wanted to. It could be, yeah. Yeah. Is like David Mitchell gonna be like? Yeah, yeah, know, David you know, Mitchell. Like, That's play one. Santa Claus and something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the kids are gonna of a certain generation. Like, oh, he's yeah, so like, wow. yeah. I remember the old days. I remember Peep Show. <laughs> exactly. I remember Bruiser. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, you remember Bruiser? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Right. Good joke. Well done. Thank you. Now, place, place. Mm-hmm. So, please. my dad passed away last year mm-hmm. from COVID, as I mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, it was a really horrible time. Uh, for about <clears throat> so he'd gone into hospital for about a week mm-hmm. so we'd all caught COVID uh, he had one kidney and diabetes which wasn't didn't put him in the best of places mm-hmm. but my brother had cystic fibrosis still does so we thought ah, okay right we were really worried about my brother we didn't focus about my dad and one time I was on Zoom with my friends and he came out of the room and said I can't breathe I can't breathe I need an ambulance so we got the ambulance called for him and got in the ambulance and so he was gone for about a week he was put under into a coma induced coma um he had clots blood clots on his lungs Mm. and then what happened was they gave him blood thinners it was going really well turns out he had a bleed on the abdomen which Mm -hmm. as a result of the blood thinners meant that the abdomen he had an infection and there was just no way he could have survived it so we were told to do not, we're not going to resuscitate and stuff like that. And it was heartbreaking. Like, yeah. my dad was like my hero. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's heartbreaking to, mm-hmm. and to the fact that I wasn't, I was able to see him once, but because of COVID restrictions, I wasn't allowed to see him twice or even in his coffin. So my way of being with him, I've got his ashes in a necklace, yeah. um, which on the necklace says, may the funk go with you. Uh, Cause he was a big fan of funk music. Great. And then, we buried the rest of his ashes mm-hmm. in a place called Stoke Poges Memorial Gardens. Mm-hmm. It's the most beautiful place I've ever been. Like, mm-hmm. beautiful. It, it's just, it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. And you think that sometimes that when you go and see this, you know, loved one who's passed away, mm-hmm. you think, oh God, right, I really don't want to go. Sometimes I have to force myself to go. Mm-hmm. And I get there and I go, right, this is going to be difficult. As soon as I walk in, I feel immediately like everything's just dissipated. Mm-hmm. And so then I can sit down, there's a bench and there's actually a little log that I've put there and I can yeah. sit right next to my dad and just, I just talk to him. Yeah. Which is really nice. You know, yeah. I've been there so many times now when I'm in really dire straits, yeah. you know, and have a little chat with him and get stuff off my chest really. Yeah. So a form of therapy, I suppose, you know, yeah, of course. and yeah, it is the most beautiful place I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. How did you choose that place? Uh, well, we looked at Slough Crematorium. 
right. which is was pretty. Right. It was a bit ramshackle. Yeah. Um, we weren't a big fan. Yeah. We wanted a place where we could kind of be on our own and mm-hmm. be at peace. And then, so my uncle is Polish, mm-hmm. and there's something called the, the Slough Polish Club, mm-hmm. which is right next to it. And he said, "Oh, why don't you try this place here?" And we looked and we went, "Oh my god, this is amazing! It's yeah, amazing!" So yeah, now that's the place I go for my solitude, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And you go often? Um, not as often as I should, but yeah, relatively often, like once a month. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, to be fair, once I go once a month, I don't see any need to do too much of it. Yeah, because I feel like then I would. I would, in a way, become too clingy to it, in a mm, way. Yeah. Because, you know, the past year has been difficult enough. Of course. So me, kind of, it would kind of revert back, maybe, if I was there all the time, mm-hmm. you know. So I go there every now and then. And I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. What happened for about a month, I won't cry about anything or have any, you know, adverse reactions to anything. And what I'll do after that month, and all of that is stifled up, I'll go to see him and then it, it, I'll just let it all out. Yeah just let it all out and I went with my girlfriend recently and I said it's weird I don't feel like crying I should cry but I really don't feel like crying and then I started talking and I went well you know he didn't it's horrible he had to be on his own and I went mm-hmm. no one should have to die like that and I and, and then I just burst into tears yeah but a quick funny story about it when it. we had to put my dad's oh, I've got quite a dark humour so as you probably guessed that's all fine um, yeah. when we put my dad's urn in there mm-hmm. Um, it was like this six foot plot that yeah. they put in there and it was kind of like this fake false grass that you put it in and they give you a moment and they go okay we're just going to give you a moment and right. we went should I, should I do it and they were like yeah yeah because no one else wanted to do it and I went yeah. fine I gave it a kiss said bye dad love you and then I went down and I didn't realise how deep six feet was and eventually I went <laughs> and I fell into his grave <laughs> I fell into a grave Wow. Yeah. So wow. I, I, luckily I was caught. They, they caught me and dragged me out. But my legs no. were dangling out of the grave. It was like something from a fucking Mr. Bean sketch. <laughs> I think you have to do a Mr. Bean sketch oh, with you. <laughs> That's, um, wow. Yeah. So you have a sense of humour about Oh, life. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we have and, to, uh, we put the rest of my dad's ashes for now, mm-hmm. temporarily, while we work out what to do with them. Mm-hmm. We've got a few, we've got some of them in a celebrations box, a box of celebrations. And Fair. I told my friend this and he said, oh, was he in with the bounties? <laughs> to which, you know, anybody else saying that, no, fuck off. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. was my, it was my best mate. And I, I just, it was so funny. Yeah. My whole family just find it hilarious. Yeah. Because like my dad would be, you know, would poke fun of me all the time. Yeah. He'd say, you know, we're going to clown school. He called drama school clown school. <laughs> well, in a way. Yeah, in a way. Um, in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did clown for one term. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Right. Wow. Jesus, man. Yeah. That is. Life hits you hard. Life hits you hard, man. Mm. I'm sorry. I can't begin to imagine that's. It's okay. Yeah. That, that's the thing, though. If you if you don't laugh, you cry. He's uncomfortable talking about it. Oh, very comfortable. Yeah. I've talked about it at length. That's good. Yeah. That's excellent. Weirdly enough, the one that I have, don't talk about so much is how he died. Yeah. The explanation as to how. Mm. Um, I just say COVID and people usually understand, but then mm. also I like to go into it. Yeah. But that bit is probably the more emotional bit, really. Of course. Mm. I mean, obviously given so much talk about how, like you said, you weren't able to. No, I wasn't able to see him and some yeah. people were having parties and down, 10 yeah. down the street. Yeah. You know, cunt.
<laughs> Sorry. No, my God. It was yeah, ever an appropriate it. time to say. Yeah. This was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like... I mean, I don't want to probe you on it. No, 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 no. But I mean, obviously, that, that must change. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, no, that must change a lot of how you see... The world. Yeah. Yeah. Many oh, well, things, really. Yesterday, I went for a meal with my girlfriend. And so, basically, over the year, even more horrible things have happened. So... Mm. Uh, before that, my uncle died, then my dad died, then my dog died, then my other uncle died, and now recently my uncle has gone into hospital for a really severe condition. And mm-hmm. she just went, God, when will it stop? It's like, does it give you like a, does it give you a feeling that, you know, you want to look after yourself? And I was like, to be honest, no. It makes mm-hmm. me more than anything mm-hmm. feel like you could be cut down in any form, in any way right. that you are. A lot right. of these people that I've known were in their prime. You know, they were healthy people. You know, it can happen yeah. to anyone, which is a very nihilistic view for me. I don't see it like that. I mean, but then, it, if yeah. anything, it gives me more of like a, now nah, fuck it. There's one life. I'm gonna fucking live it. Oh, absolutely. Just absolutely. gonna live it. And I, I, luckily for me, I had a, a dad who loved me, and yeah. I loved him. And you know, my dad had his off days. So do we all. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a massive stress head. So was mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, as I get older, I'm happy with the fact that I'm able to take him forward in my life. Mm-hmm. So, like, he couldn't resist making a joke, and neither can I. Yeah. So I, yeah, so, like, one time he was he worked at British Gas. Yeah. And he was at a table talking to all his colleagues, and they were introducing each other. And they said, hello, my name's blah, 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 I like this. My dad thought it would be hilarious to then go, hello, my name's Kevin, I like little boys. <laughs> Why did I somehow feel like yeah, this? Yeah, just- <laughs> something was going to happen. And then... Well, it was typical, typical. And what would happen? Everyone would go around calling, oh, well, Kev's a pedo, Kev's a pedo. And then he'd yeah. moan, he'd, he'd complain to my mum and my uncle, yeah. go, oh, God, everyone's calling me a pedo. And then they only found out about this because he only told me about this story. Yeah. They found out about this at his birthday and he went, little fucker. He spent so much time worrying about it, but it was actually his fault. <laughs> and that's exactly what I would do. I'd make yeah, a risque yeah, yeah, joke yeah. and go, why is everyone so mad at me? <laughs> You people are so unfair. Yeah, so ridiculous. unfair. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like a funny man. It was a very funny man. Yeah, man. Mm. I don't know how much this will mean, but I'm sorry. You know? That's okay. But I mean, who am I to say this? You know? No, not at all. It's yeah. fine. It's better, it's better to get it in person than a Facebook message that says thoughts and prayers are with you. And it's like misspelled. Yeah, yeah, misspelled. <laughs> you with a and, you. you know, heaven has gained another angle. <laughs> <laughs> like the wrong emoji. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. sorry. Uh, the eggplant emoji. <laughs> no, wait, it's the squirt. No, wait. <laughs> yeah. It's your food most frequently used. Um, <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Hey, man. Uh, God, that sounded really disingenuous. Um, <laughs> no, that's really interesting to hear, honestly. Your dear friend, Nathaniel. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure. I mean, it's a pleasure well, knowing you. It means you. a lot. It's yeah. a pleasure knowing you too. Yeah. I definitely, definitely have a gut feeling with everyone. working together. Well, that. But no, but I, about everyone is what I mean. Mm. And as in like, and I'm usually in my, in my own head. Well, you know what I mean? Um, like, right. Yeah, my gut feeling when I meet yeah. someone is like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Then there's like and a thing, like an eight ball. It kind of comes out like, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I've said this before to you. We were probably quite drunk. But. Yours is definitely extremely positive. Woohoo! That's cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, maybe when we were singing, you were singing the Peacemaker theme song. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. 
yeah. that's probably the first conversation I had with you about Peacemaker, wasn't it? Yeah. One of the first, yeah. Well, so I, I think I remember I heard someone in the rehearsal room talking about it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Peacemaker? Friend. And then you've got something up on your phone immediately, like, as though you've been already watching Peacemaker title. <laughs> this? This? <laughs> yeah, mm. I basically had been. Um, no, no, I was paying attention. Um, <laughs> well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Just know someone was. Good work. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I really, I, I, it is a pleasure to know you. And, um, mm-hmm. Little handshake there. It's a little, little yeah. podcast. Everyone, handshake. there was a handshake. It was, uh, <laughs> it was nice firm grip. I'd yeah, say good. Grip. If yeah. I was an agent, I'd be like, oh no, an agent, you know, a casting agent. Yeah, casting yeah. Agent. Casting I'd be like, good. Yeah, they all come across. Nathaniel spat on his hand. I did. I spat on my hand. I wiped <laughs> it on the floor. <laughs> get some, get some grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it really is. I think it really is remarkable that you have thought about this and talked about it and stuff. Mm. Or seriously, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, it's, it's tough and it's something that is so abstract for so many people. Mm, mm. Um, Very abstract. Yeah, I'm not to making some sort of hero here. You but, could never, you know. <laughs> yeah, you could, never, you could yeah. never visualize it when it hasn't happened. You can kind of visualize it, but then it happens and it just completely changes. Mm. If it, the way I view it is like, there was a bridge, that, there was, I was going over a bridge and then the bridge kind of falls under you and you just get over the bridge and you look back and you're like, oh my God, that's my old life. And then yeah. I'm over the bridge now. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the way I view it. That's a very poetic way of viewing it. Yeah, exactly. And a very coherent and communicative one. Mm-hmm. Good. Keep yeah. writing. Keep writing. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. I wouldn't say that to anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Magpie that. <laughs> Magpie that. Magpie that for Michelle. Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you. Pleasure Seriously. talking to you. And um, yeah. It's nice to talk about these things. It's lovely to talk about these things. Get them yeah. off my chest. I talk about it all the chest. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to happen to all of us. Isn't it? I think sometimes you can over-talk about things, mm-hmm. especially grief. Yeah. And it, you, there, there can be a tendency that you over-talk and then you become worse off for t- over-talking. Mm-hmm. But I think I like to keep it within the modicum of, you know, a decent... I keep it in a decent way. Yeah. 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 I think also, like, writing about it is an excellent Exactly, thing. yeah. Just get and not just for you, just for other people. For everybody, you know, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you have... Yeah. And from what you told me about your project, I think it's... Thank you. Very good. <laughs> that was a gratitude burp. You know what? There's no better kind yeah. of yeah. expression of gratitude. <laughs> Some parts of the world. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, we already talked about Death of Stalin, really. Yeah. If you want to say three things about it that you like. Three things. <laughs> Paul Whitehouse. Fantastic. Yeah, Paul Whitehouse. Yeah. Um, uh, the ending. Yeah, which completely transformed everything from from a joke to, oh god, this is real, because right. everything was this big orchestral score. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, um, Simon Russell Beale is being interrogated, mm-hmm. and then they just go out and shoot him, and then yeah. they walk out, and it's completely silent. Yeah. I think it's the best way to end something. Yeah. Um, third one, I just like things that poke fun at dictators. I love Fair. things that, like uh, Jojo Rabbit, I love the way mm-hmm. they poke fun at Hitler, mm-hmm. poking fun at dictators. I think it's something we should do more of. Given the yes, state there's a lot the to choose from yeah. these days mm. in various ways. You know, there's only one place in the world that actively says it's a dictatorship and not a democracy. Where is that? I, I don't know, but I know it. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing that somebody told me. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's really important nowadays yeah. that we actually put things out there that are that show despots for what they are. Totally. Which are, you know, complete jokes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Complete. Well, it's interesting how unfashionable it can be sometimes to just mm. like actually point out that 
this type of abuse of power is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're yeah. so bombarded with examples of it. I think it can quite naturally people sort of, you know, switch off to it, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I know. And it's understandable that a lot of people don't find the humour in it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. I think it's, I still think it's quite uh, important. Thing. And that's what's so genius about the films. That they're, st- they're still pointing out that it's terrible. Yeah. There are some jokes in there where even I, and you know I have a dark sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff about gulags and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that yeah. one's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is just the idea of Steve Buscemi playing Khrushchev. Is oh, like, it's amazing. It's perfect casting. <laughs> perfect casting. <laughs> Jeffrey Tamer going, kiss my Russian <laughs> ass. Anyway. <laughs> when he's trying to move in front of him at the funeral. Anyway. We go on forever about this. Slim Hitler over there. <laughs> yeah. Good. I do have to go. <laughs> Fair. Sir, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I love talking to you, Nathaniel. All oh, right. Well, You're a great person. Come back to today. Oh, oh, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully when I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you will, you'll, this podcast will be there. My most listen to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, thanks so much. Thanks, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. This has been Oscar. A thank good you man. very much. A good man. Um, a righteous man. A righteous man. A man of character. <laughs> <laughs> In most contexts. Man of a man of vim. A man of mode. Mm. There you go. There you go. Perfect way to look <laughs> You just get sound effects for yeah, this well, one. Yeah, for that one. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, more playing favorite episodes coming all the time. There's too many interesting people to talk to at the mm. problem. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, Oscar. Thank you. Good night. Say second handed love I can't see. It's good for some, but not for me. You can't be mine.